so both of the founders of those two companies used the platform provided by uh, WAP Awards, OzApps, West Tech Fest to really make connections and it provided yeah. a platform for them to promote their ideas, um, get introductions that they really took advantage of yep. uh, and persisted with uh, to help them build their businesses. Welcome to Startup West, the podcast about building great startups in sunny Western Australia. I'm Beth Cornelia. And I'm Charlie Gunningham. And today we're talking with two main organisers of the annual West Tech Fest, Paula Taylor and Rowan McDougall. Yes, so the West Tech Fest is a must-attend event for anyone interested or a part of the tech scene here in WA. It's on between the 3rd and the 9th December, so it runs for a week. And the Startup West podcast will actually be recorded live at the first West Tech Festival event on Monday the 3rd of December. Down at Think Lab Coworking in Fremantle, one of our sponsors. So do pop online to westtechfest.com or startupnews.com.au. Buy your tickets, they're gonna sell out fast. They absolutely are. So we would like to, of course, thank uh, Paula and Rowan and also our startup new sponsors. So ECU The Link, Think Lab Coworking, BDO Accounting and Finance. And we'd like to thank you, Beth, oh, and the thanks, good Charlie. people of Alika for hosting this series and providing all the audio and tech expertise. Anytime. So let's get on with the show and our interview with Paula and Rowan. Paula and Rowan, welcome to Startup West. Thanks for coming along. Thank Great you. to be here. We like to start these by going into the background of each person. So Rowan, you were from WA and I don't think you were. I think you were from Victoria, but you've had a couple of spells here. Isn't that right? That's true. I do have Western Australian-ness in me. So right. my mother's <laughs> side of the family is, is Western Australian for many generations. And my father is actually from Victoria. And right. so I was born in Victoria. We moved here uh, when I started high school and went to All high right. school and uh, met at university, did a biotech degree there. And then as soon as I graduated, I moved to the East Coast and lived in Sydney for around about 20 years exactly. in commercialisation of research out of the University of New South Wales and right. uh, on startups out of the University of New South Wales and went with one of those companies that uh, helped found uh, a biotech company that uh, I was working up, uh, working at uh, up until I came back to WA to take up a role at Curtin. Right, which, le which leads you to West Tech Fest, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, but Paula? Paula, I think you're from the UK like I am originally. I am indeed. Yeah. Um, I was born in the UK and my parents moved us to Perth when we were very young. But we did actually live in Queensland and then we returned back to the UK. So I've actually spent a lot of time between the two countries. Mm. But to be honest, Perth is home. I think it's mm. one of the best places in the world and this is where the home is. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> Best place to live. We're all Absolutely. true Perthians. And you've yeah. got a creative background, sort of. Uh, you, you I were, have, yeah. yes. Uh, well, it's really interesting to be working with Curtin now for nearly seven years because I am actually a Curtin alumni. Ah. So it really feels like it has come full circle. Mm -hmm. So my first degree was... Um, English literature, but with a major in writing and communications at Curtin. And then I moved to Melbourne to study at Victorian College of the Arts in writing. And then did you um, write plays? Did you, what, what, what happened after that? Absolutely, plays, short stories. Um, but Fantastic. I moved to the UK. Well, I, I, was, um, I was awarded a Commonwealth scholarship to do a PhD um, in the UK. Right. So I jumped on a plane as soon as I handed in my dissertation and I never, ever did the PhD. Didn't complete the PhD. <laughs> but started working for the, you know, the Royal Court Theatre as part of the English Stage oh, Company. Wow. Not actually writing plays, but fundraising for the organisation, which was really aw aw awesome. 
and then also the Royal Academy of Arts. So there's your fundraising, which you sort of still do to this day, it was obviously running the festival and, and Absolutely. everything else. Yeah, yes. the great thing about um, fundraising at the Royal Academy of Arts is that you'd be standing in front of multi-million dollar famous paintings and with a glass of wine in your hand. And I think that's the best way to, 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 <laughs> to get hard away with investment, to invest. Beautiful. So um, from that, I think you've also travelled around the world. And I know you're sort of based in New York now, London here. You seem to have the best life. Well done. You've organised it brilliantly. Thank you. Uh, what, so what are your current roles? Apart from West Tech Fest, which we see you every year for, what are you doing in New York? What are you doing in London, if I may ask? Yeah, sure. I uh, returned to Perth in 2010 and set up my business, 32 Degrees South, and that, since then we've primarily been working with Curtin University right. on West Tech Fest. But also, uh, while I was in the UK, I was also awards director of an organisation called DNAD, which is a, not, a charity in the UK, 65 years of age, that um, works primarily with the creative industries globally right. across advertising, digital design, product design, industrial design, etc. It's, um, it's um, DNAD's remit is to nurture the next generation of creative talent and also to um, support diversity and gender balance in the creative industries. Mm. Fantastic. And, and that gets you into New York as well? It does because at the beginning of this year, um, DNAD uh, gave, uh, uh, was promoted to Global Development Director um, with a, a remit to accelerate the growth of DNAD Impact, which is a, a global social impact program right. operating out of New York and London. Right. Fantastic. So we are here to talk about the West Tech Festival. So can you explain to the uninitiated uh, what that is, who's behind it, how it started and what its purpose is? So there's about seven questions in there. Uh, <laughs> answer anyone you like. So the, the founding team really is uh, myself, Paula, Larry Lopez and Bill Tai. Mm -hmm. And it, it came out of really uh, a desire to see more activity around the tech uh sector in WA and provide a focal point for attracting overseas investors and interstate investors here so that local developers and, and uh, founders could interact with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so we started it as a competition and really it, it came out of a visit uh, by Bill Tai, who was inv invited by Larry to attend a conference that we were organising at the time called Univation. And so Bill came and spoke at that. and. In fact, Univation. Univation. Lovely. Univation. University and Innovation. Oh, University yeah. We'll see what they did, did there. Did you that one? Yeah. Oh, I love it. <laughs> you just online. snuck it in. <laughs> we still hold that name somewhere. Right <laughs> we don't hold that conference anymore. Univation.com, have you got no, no. We did have it for a while. Right. So, so that um, conference was about showcasing commercially relevant research from universities, the four universities uh -huh. in WA. Yeah. Bill came and spoke at that and kind of blew the minds of the people in the audience at the time because it was really at the very beginning of the app economy and he was mm. right in the in the forefront of that and and talked about that and I really attracted the interest of my boss at the time, Linda Christensen, who suggested we should appoint him as a visiting professor, which we did. Ah, uh, smart move. And then he came out for a visit soon after and we took him around to the tech sector in WA and he in, out of those conversations... Such as it was. In as it was, yeah. Yeah. Out of those conversations, you kind of came, well, I don't know, I mean, maybe there's, maybe there's a founder in the mix here or someone who might come up with a, with a, a, a new application that could hit it globally. Mm -hmm. We don't know. So to test that, we ran the competition, which was called WAP Awards at the very beginning, Okay. Uh, to really test the entrepreneurial spirit, spirit focused on digital tech at the time in Western Australia. And yep. We got good support. There was like uh, almost 100 applicants for that competition. Bill came again to judge the awards 
uh, brought a bunch of people from the valley with him this time. Yeah. Um, and again, Larry used his network to to bring out people as well. 2011, this was 20, this around 2011. Yeah. yeah. Um, so the momentum sort of built around that competition, and that really provided the seed and the focus to actually build into something. And he bought all his kite surfing gear because he loves to kite surf. Look, that's a big part wind. of the story, really, because <laughs> every year he's been able to come and bring yeah. really good people, and they're really part of a network that he runs globally which is founded around kite surfing, but it's also founded around integrating lifestyle with business. So right. the group that he's involved in, they do a lot of business on the beach, they do a lot of yep. business in, their, in, in combining it with their social activities as well. And so he's been able to convince people to come and people who have uh, demands on their time and could go anywhere, mm -hmm. come to Perth because it's a very good Great place kite to kite surf. <laughs> and it's top of their list as hey. far as kite surfing goes. We'll so. take it. We'll take it. And while they're here, <laughs> that you can go, would, would you do a keynote or would you sit yeah. on a panel? Absolutely. And boom. Yeah. And so that yeah. has been sort of part of the essence of the competition and, and the ability to attract people because Bill, has, he connects with people who are really interested in that integration of lifestyle and business but also interested in giving back to a community. And so a lot of the people in his network are happy to come and, and interact yep. with the local community and generously give their time and do these kind of things like yeah, uh, yeah. do a keynote or participate Mentoring in a panel session. or do some mentoring. And if people take the opportunity, they can really follow up and connect with them once they go home as well. There yep. you go. So how has the festival evolved and changed since that initial uh, seed of what it was? Well, I think it's grown from a competition primarily for apps and unearthing some talent with, around Australia into a headline technology and innovation festival in Western Australia that is embraced by the whole ecosystem. Mm -hmm. And we've had some really strong links, as Ryan mentioned, into the US and Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. But one new area is actually we've been reaching out into Asia as well. So we recently went um, did a trip up to Singapore and we're getting delegations from Indonesia and um, Singapore to Perth this year. And I, and I think that's really important in view mm. of our proximity to oh, Asia. Yeah. Five-hour flight. Exactly. Yeah. And being on the same time zone. Um, we're also introducing some new programs this year. Um, we always have um, third-party events, the whole ecosystem. One year we had 40 events in one week, wow. which was quite a lot. But there's a few new um, programs. So it's grown way beyond just one day with an app award at the end of the day. It's yes. now a whole week. It's a whole festival. Yeah. 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 And the, re the, the idea was at the beginning to really try and provide those connection opportunities and that's uh, what we're really aiming at. And as I said earlier, this, this incorporation of lifestyle, social entrepreneurship, mm. relationships really form not when you're sitting in a conference listening to somebody talking uh, or listening to a, even a panel discussion. Mm. They form when you get, you get an opportunity to spend time with people, perhaps offline, perhaps doing some sort of other activity. So... The event really has evolved into trying to provide as many opportunities for that to happen as, as we possibly can. So people can form solid relationships that they can then use as a basis for business relationships. Yeah. And I, I think Canva got its first yeah. uh, bit of money at the Olzab Awards, wasn't it, in 2012? And they meet, connect, didn't mail connect with Bill and yes. then it went on from there and they raised a million. They went over to the US and Correct, um, yeah. went to Maui. I went to kite surfing. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> Which is the new golf? golf yeah. It is. <laughs> those stories. I mean, I think that, that those stories, both Canva and, and Powerledger, in fact, are Power two Ledger. stories that yeah. we we can use and we like to use as 
as the reason behind the competition. So, mm. so both both of the founders of those two companies used the platform provided by uh, WAP Awards, OzApps, West Tech Fest to really make connections and provided yep. a platform for them to promote their ideas, um, get introductions that they really took advantage of yep. uh, and persisted with uh, to help them build their businesses. So in the case of Canva, Bill, I know uh, he, he, when he first introduced the idea, he thought, oh, okay, could be okay, I'm not sure. Mm. But Melanie actually really grabbed that opportunity by, by yes. the throat, went to, to, went to the US, met up with, followed up with Bill. Yes. He made it further introductions for her to Lars Rasmussen, founder of Google Maps, yes. uh, who liked the idea. Uh, Lars then spent a lot of time helping them select a technical co-founder that uh, was in his networks, uh, so that sort of cascading yes. of introductions. And now they're a unicorn. Well, they're, 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 they're <laughs> billion dollar valuation. Yeah. Threw them to the first round yeah. of investment and they, yeah. they kind of went from there. And you guys should just retire and shut it down now, <laughs> job's done. Well, we created a unicorn. We should, have, we should have actually asked for shares as part of yeah. the introduction to the competition. We'd be, we'd be in a much more secure financial position. <laughs> so so what can, can everyone look forward to this year? Yes, what when is planned? it? What's the date? Yes. Tell us Give all us about all the it. Details. It's running the week of the 3rd of December mm -hmm. so traditionally we do run it the first week of December every year and um, just some new elements to the program actually the weekend before there is actually a VC trip down to Margaret River with, oh. um, that's being organised um, we're also introducing this year for the first time it's called the uh, Roto Tech Fest uh -huh. and it actually did come out with some early conversations with Charlie and Sam Birmingham as well right. in terms of um, the ferry because we have actually hired the ferry to Rottnest and it's the startup ferry. Remember oh, <laughs> that conversation? Very so good. It, um, yeah. this is really is what Rowan's talking about: is taking people out of the boardroom, yes. out of the mm. office, it's in their board shorts, in you know, yes. in summer um, flip flops, and actually um, really engaging and networking. So the program for that will be a lunch on arrival, afternoon ocean tech talks, followed by a barbecue in the base oh, with fantastic. a DJ. And that's on the Tuesday. That's the on the Stay the fourth, and yep. then um, for the first uh, last year we ran a blockchain summit, and it sold out. It was really um, amazing. And this year we're working with the Global Blockchain Business Council in out of Washington. Um, they're a not-for-profit as well, set up out of Geneva, and we're bringing some really significant mm. um, blockchain leading blockchain experts. That's on the Wednesday. That's on the Wednesday, including some local um, really great success stories from Western Australia as well. Mm. And Another then phrases this year, is that right? We yep. have. Yep. We've, we've Multiplication as well. So Rottnest on the Tuesday, phrases on the Wednesday. And phrases on the Thursday and for Thursday. the West Tech Fest. Yeah. Mm. We've sadly mm. um, the city of Perth was very generous in in um, we set up and started the event at the Perth Town Hall and we're all really fond of that venue and we had to move on because of size. Right. So I think that's a good Too thing, many. but we do miss it. Yeah. So how yeah. many people do you get coming through the whole event? Um, through the whole week on average with all the various events it's a around 2,000 people, wow. yeah, wow. but for the headline events, around 300, 350. Fantastic. Hmm. So in terms of what you think this local scene needs or lacks, you obviously you guys have a, a critical uh, place in it, what, what do you see the Perth startup scene could really benefit from? Look, I think the main thing we're lacking at the moment is local success stories. So yeah. some a, a company that we can point to as one that has successfully built their operation here. So we have... Canva, who founded their operation here, unfortunately, they still decided call it to, to move and we'll <laughs> claim them, like we do anything good out of yeah. New Zealand. But <laughs> this, um, 
having somebody demonstrate that it's possible yes. is really what we need. And so we do have groups like Health Engine and companies like Isotana that are sort of starting mm. that process of building teams here and, mm. and starting to show some initial traction. But someone who's really hit it from here is what we really need. Uh, yes. That then has all the flow-on effects of developing a, a base of uh, experience on uh, managers mm. within a tech company, people who've actually made a little bit of money and mm. will invest that back into the next generation. Some of success startups. stories yeah. is good, right? That's yeah. a critical mm. element that really we're missing. My feedback would also be that government, industry and education work together to really build on the knowledge economy, to really shift the focus away from reliance on a resource sector um, yes. to really actually um, to build and support a knowledge and economy, innovation and startups. We have to, right? Yeah. We absolutely have to. And also really on a very practical level, even things as simple as skilled migrant visas so that we can actually yes. bring talent here easily as well. You, you travel around the world a, a lot, Paul, and it's a question without notice, but how is Perth viewed? How is West Australia viewed from New York, from London? Are we not even on the map? <laughs> if people know about us, yeah. this is. Of course, everyone does. <laughs> Absolutely. I think Perth okay. is on the map, and yeah. I think we punch above our weight. Mm. I think West Australians are really um, adventurous and innovative, and we travel. Mm -hmm. I think West Australia is definitely on the world map, but we can do more. And I think actually just we, the local ecosystem has um, really strengthened and built over the last seven years, but there is so much more we can do. Yeah, and I'm yeah. really excited to see where we've come. Um, yeah. I think you were talking about it earlier in, in terms of just the whole you know health engine launching yes. and other um, great companies and the whole ecosystem. Imagine where we're going to go in the next five years. And to get tickets for West Tech Fest. Is it westtechfest.com? Is that where we're going? That's .com where it is. Yeah. Yeah. Com? That's where all the action is. Yeah. .com, because yeah. the tickets are open now yes. for the for the Rotnest and the blockchain. And the and at the blockchain challenge, that sounds, is there a competition in there? Is there some yeah, sort of we're a... Yeah, we're launching, um, it's, it's going to be on a smaller scale this year, but we're launching hmm. a blockchain competition just to actually see, um, to really attract um, businesses working in blockchain to, to evaluate what's out there. And it will be really interesting to so showcase that. blockchain startups listening to this yes. should drop on there and make yeah. sure they get in there. It feels right? very much like the beginning of OzApps when like we first did the first launch and it will be really interesting to see what comes in. We certainly found over the yeah. years that that people pitching on the day is something of interest to the, the audience. People like to see what's coming mm. through in the new companies and, and that is a good opportunity at least to provide a focal point for companies to come and attend the conference and then follow yep. up on interactions from there. Yes, listeners, it's pouring with rain outside. <laughs> so so pouring with rain. We may yell a little bit, but Hopefully it'll be us. pouring with money and investment for startups. Yes, right. that's the plan. <laughs> After West Tech Fest. So, uh, so who do you guys admire in startup land and tech land generally? Who, who would you say is from doing WA? it? Yeah, from, from WA. WA. Yeah, so I, admire, I, I personally admire anybody who's willing to start a new tech-based business because it's a very hard and long Long journey. So people like uh, Melanie and Cliff from Canva, Gemma Green from PowerLedger and her co-founding team, yep. uh, Marcus, who uh, we, we saw recently from Health Engine, people like that who are willing to give it a go, mm -hmm. I certainly uh, have respect for. Yeah. 
And with my fundraising hat on um, and philanthropy, I think sort of social impact is really important to every business and on a global scale really admire sort of Bill and Melinda Gates and Sir Richard mm. Branson and Bill Tai as well who has really supported yes. us and for the first um, year he will also be bringing Act High Global to Perth as well as part of our program. Okay. We didn't actually mention that. That's a fi- uh, charity in the, in the US he set up and it's a group of extraordinary entrepreneurs, innovators, athletes athletes, artists, and tech leaders supporting different causes around the world. Okay. And, then and they're coming over to WA at the yes, same time? Yes, exactly. Um, they'll be running an Act High Australia for the first time as well as part of the program. Oh, fantastic. But then locally also huge um, admirer of Andrew Forrest for his work as well mm. in philanthropy. And recently when yeah. Bill was over here, I think he got an honorary degree, at, or honorary he doctorate. got an honorary doctorate at Curtin, yes. He met... Uh, Andrew Forrest as well on that Andrew day. Andrew so. Forrest came along to to his uh, to the speech that he gave yeah. at the graduation, yeah. um, and also we they had a meeting as part of uh, part of the Ocean Foundation work, and um, uh, he's got a very Andrew Forrest has got a very strong interest in that, and so potentially we're looking at how he might be involved. Mm. In yeah. That's a great connection. Flourishing Oceans, it's called. Yeah. Well, yeah. good luck with West Tech Fest, yeah. the eighth year. Yeah. Basically, we could call it the eighth year, can't we, of West Tech Fest? Yeah. Yeah. Let's call do it the eighth year. <laughs> Lucky eight. It. It's very <laughs> cool. It certainly feels like it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to finish with some rapid-fire quick yeah. uh, questions. Um, cool. So the single most important factor that you guys uh, think makes a successful startup. We'll go, Rowan. Determination. Yes. Beautiful. Paula. Leadership. Yeah. Do you believe in insourcing or outsourcing? Insourcing. Mm-hmm. Look, I would say it depends, but if you're talking about the core technology, definitely do it yourself. Mm-hmm. Should you self-fund or raise money? I've seen some great – that's a really difficult question because yeah. there's some great companies that have self-bootstrapped yeah. to a certain point and then there's others that have got early round, um, um, funding. It really d- d- depends on the circumstances, mm-hmm. I think, but at some point you do need funding to help really um, for growth and scaling. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. So we've had companies in the curtain portfolio do both, but I, I think to scale globally, you really, really need to raise money. Mm. PC or Mac? I'm both. Ah. <laughs> Design background. Mac. All the way. <laughs> there you go. And what podcast do you guys listen to? Startup WA. Yeah. Well, of course. <laughs> well, Startup West, we're called, but anyway. Startup yeah. West. Like, <laughs> are there other ones? You're not a podcast listener? You don't listen to other ones I'm on your bike? I'm not a podcast no. listener except with my kids, and right. we listen on long journeys to uh, to podcasts around fantasy stories, stuff like that. Okay. Cool. So there's two, actually. One is our Global Goals Cast. Um, one of the DNAD Impact Council um, members founded this, um, Claudia Edelman in New York, and uh, she's a Hispanic American really campaigning for okay. um, rights of Hispanic Americans. And this is really based around the sustainable goals and really features amazing people. The other one is Unchained by Laura Shin on um, blockchain. Fantastic. I'll yeah. check that one out. Yeah. Well, thanks, Paula and Rowan. And, and I also want to thank you really for all the work you do with West Tech Fest because it's fantastic. I've been to tech conferences in San Francisco where you probably spend about 10 grand getting over there and paying a whole week and coming back. If I flew to San Francisco and, and went to West Tech Fest, I'd be happy with it. And yet it's right here in Perth. So yeah. that's high praise. I think it's really, really high quality 
conference. So congratulations on that. Thank and you. also to Bill and Larry and what they've done and everyone else who's involved and all the supporters and sponsors and everyone who gets behind it. It is a great week. I'm, yes. I'm there with bells on for sure. <laughs> uh, so we do want to wish you all the best with it. And we, of course, want to thank everyone for listening. Don't forget to subscribe. Give us a review. That helps everyone else find us and uh, it'll get the podcast showing up in your feed as well so you never miss an episode and while we're here we like to do a shout out to other local podcasts so uh, one that i know well mark my words from business news mark Powell, mark buyer they give you the latest business news of the week two very highly distinguished and well thought of journalists go and check it out mark my words mm-hmm. uh, so this podcast is brought to you by alika thanks uh, alika thanks guys ecu <laughs> the link uh, think lab co-working and bdo so that's all from us this week thanks again guys and we'll see you next time Gotcha. Thank you.